Joining me today is Helen McConnell and Suzanne Kelly. They inform me on how they are both involved with music and worship at Regent Street Presbyterian Church and how important it is, especially in today's circumstances. That and so much more on Be Found. You're listening to Be Found. I'm your host, Gavin Scott. And in this podcast, we will be hearing from a different person each week on how Jesus has made an impact on their lives. Be Found is for absolutely anybody who wants to tune in and hear real stories from people about their Christian faith. As usual, I want to stress for anybody listening, that despite the fact that you hear myself and my guests speaking at the same time, this podcast is recorded under the government and safety guidelines. And if you like what you hear, follow our Facebook page or subscribe to our iTunes or Spotify accounts. Or you can stay updated with Regent Street Presbyterian's Church page and Youth and Children's pages, where you can find the podcast and so many more resources and activities for you and your family. Now on today's episode, I welcome not one, but two guests with us today, both heavily involved with music and worship at Regent Street Presbyterian Church in Newtonard. Firstly, she's a member of her church choir and has been singing ever since she could talk. It's Helen McConnell. And secondly, she's been involved in the Ministry of Music for over 30 years and is Regent Street's organist and musical director. She's Suzanne Kelly. Great to have you both on, Helen and Suzanne. Helen, I'll come to you first. Just to start off with, obviously we cannot meet for church organisations and services during these circumstances. So what are some of the things that you're trying to do to keep your mind occupied during lockdown? Thanks for having me, first of all. Um, During this lockdown, because I'm unable to work or even attend church, as you've said, I've actually just taken up learning sign language online using the British Sign Language website for deaf people. Fantastic. And how did you hear about that? Through a friend on social media who was doing it. And all I had to do was go on to the website British Sign Language Organisation. You made a small Mm -hmm. donation which allows them to continue teaching people how to use sign language nowadays, which is becoming increasingly popular. And I just wanted Mm -hmm. to add it to my skills as I've always enjoyed learning something new. And even to this day, I've been doing it for just over two weeks now and I've already passed the first three assessments in it. And Suzanne, same question to you. And again, as Helen said, thanks very much for inviting me to come on. Um, I've been doing uh, quite a lot of stuff around the house and out in the garden, as I'm sure an awful have been doing but one thing that I've really enjoyed having extra time to do is a bit more studying um I would do that anyway and um I've had lots of time to look into the background particularly at the minute what I'm looking at is some of Paul's letters Uh, just Mm -hmm. to read around you know even the historical background and another thing then has been very helpful to me has been the audio bible where when you you read about what the letters are about just to uh, turn on the the audio Bible and listen to it as it was a letter, you know, without all the interruptions and as though it was being read to you. So that's that's been good, uh, very good for me. Fantastic, Suzanne. Um, and Suzanne, I'll go to you first this time. Um, you're obviously both involved with with music, as as Helen is there as well. And I mentioned there um, earlier how you're involved. Um, but maybe what are some of your favourite worship songs to either listen to? or to, to play to? Okay, well, um, actually, there, there's very, very little music that I don't like. Um, so it's, it's very difficult to, to pinpoint something. 
Um, I suppose my go-to music um, that really inspires me, and uh, at this stage I'm going to probably give away my age, uh, would be the Ames. Um, and I know they've been around for a long time, but I just find them very inspiring and a great way mm-hmm. to memorise the scriptures. But I think my all-time favourite song is There Is A Higher Throne, um, partly because of the music, but also because of the lyrics, because it's just so uplifting looking towards, you know, the, the new Jerusalem and when everything will be as it should be. And same question to you there, Helen. Personally, one of my favourite Christian bands to listen to is Rend Collective, who are actually from over here. I had the privilege of listening to them a couple of years ago when I attended Summer Madness, which was a Christian camp. And I just absolutely fell in love with their music and how uplifting it can be. In church, I love anything again. There's not any hymn I don't like, but I would love the likes of Be Thou My Vision, anything which is really uplifting and has really powerful and meaningful words to it. Okay, well, some great choices there, but now it's time for everyone's favourite part of the show. It's the hot seat. The hot seat, for anyone unfamiliar, is a segment of the show in which I'm going to be asking both Susanna and Helm a series of questions that will see us learn more about them and some of their choices. Some of them will be quick-fired to start off with, but some of them will need a little bit more thought. Helen, you've drawn the short straw, so you'll start off first. Crisps or chocolate? Oh, I love both equally as much, but probably right at this minute, I'm eating a lot of chocolate with it just being Easter and being lucky enough to get an Easter egg from my parents still. Cats or dogs? Definitely dogs. Mm-hmm. And you have a dog, yes, don't you? We have. Um, could you maybe just explain to the listener... Yeah. We have a Hungarian Fizzler, which we rescued from Assisi. And basically, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, she's a quite a medium, big-sized dog with tan fur and absolutely nuts, loves exercise, loves chasing <laughs> her ball around, but at the same time, just a bundle of fun. And if you could watch one film for the rest of your life, what would it be? Any of the Disney films, probably. I know that's... Not very appropriate, (laughs) but literally anything Disney and that's me sorted for the rest of my life. And lastly, if you could meet any historical figure, who would you choose and why? Probably if I could choose someone, I'm going to go really old and say it was Emmeline Pankhurst, who was the leader of the suffragette movement. Just because mm-hmm. she yeah. fought and pretty much risked her and other people's lives to get us the right to vote and work, I just think she would be a very inspirational person to talk to. Okay, Suzanne, it's your turn. Crisps or chocolate? Uh, absolutely chocolate. Cats or dogs? Cats. I have three cats at the minute, um, but I've always had cats my whole life and yeah, I, lo- I like dogs as well, but I can't imagine a house without a cat in it. Mm-hmm. And what uh, what are the names of the cats that you have? Um, I have, well, I have two um, breed-wise. They're British Shorthairs, British Blues, and Toby is my old gentleman. He's 15. I have Misty, <laughs> she's seven, 
and Susie um, is half British, half <laughs> half whatever, um, as cats do. Um, and she's the cheekiest and uh, the most fun, I suppose, to have around the house. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you could watch one film for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, it's honestly okay because they made movies as well as TV shows. And anyone who already knows me will know what I'm going to say, which is Star Trek. But particularly, the the next generation made a movie called First Contact. Mm-hmm. Watch it all day, every day. Just amazing. And lastly, if you could meet any historical figure, who would you choose and why? Just what's in my head at the minute, um, because I've been doing a lot of studying over the last couple of months with um, Paul, as in Saul of Tarsus, who became Paul. Mm-hmm. And I read his biography. Um, if anyone's wanting to read a biography on Paul, brilliant one by N.T. Wright. And um, he became not just the writer of the letters, but a really real person when you read of, of his life and the rawness and the grittiness and what he went through. And do you know what? It would be lovely not only to meet him and speak to him, but also ask him the hundreds of questions that we have about his writings when you, you read something and go, well, I wonder, did he mean that? Or was he meaning this or was he meaning that? We could, we could answer all these questions. So, yeah, Paul. Okay, Helen, Suzanne, we're going to be asking you some deeper questions here. What has brought you, first of all, Suzanne, uh, to becoming involved with music in the first place? Well, um, my music, I, I never remember not doing music. And um, I, although I didn't always go to church, and when I decided um, to start going to church in my 20s and subsequently became a Christian, the music and the, the my faith kind of just naturally morphed together. Um, it was my way of serving and still is. And at that stage, I didn't play the organ, but I thought it would be a good idea so um so i learned it in my late 20s you know the, the kind of differences between the piano and the organ and i must say it, it has been a, a real blessing to me you know because it really is i feel i can give something to the church um and it's i don't know where else it would sit if it wasn't either at the piano or at the organ and same question to you there helen uh, pretty much, as I said at the start, music's been a massive part of my life ever since I was really young. I grew up going through primary school and secondary school, both in the school choirs, and just found singing as a comfort and something I could do whenever I was happy, whenever I was down. There's always music I could turn to. And I guess we've been in church my whole life. I've grown up in Regent Street Presbyterian Church and through having Karen and now Suzanne as our musical directors, I've been really lucky to sing in the choir and do a couple of duets and solos. And whereas some people in the church can feel really comfortable and confident preaching from the altar, saying prayers, talking about their faith I find the best way and the most enjoyable way for me to share in my faith and to praise God is through singing all the wonderful hymns which we're very lucky to have. On choir there Helen obviously you and I are both involved in that but there's a far bigger aspect to it than just turning up and practicing. How healthy is it for everyone to be singing together as a family? really important because not only is it a good way to praise God it's also an extremely fun enjoyable and personally for me therapeutic way because 
it's somewhere where we can go, share our faith, have fun together, but sing out God's words and his praises. And it's just, it's like a second family in that everyone you can talk to, you can be open with, and you can have fun and have a laugh together all the while singing some amazing songs. And Suzanne, just the same question for you there. Uh, yes, Gavin. Well, um, I really think of the choir as my little flock, uh, my little family. And um, I think, you know, the, the choir to many people is, is like looking at a diamond because there's all the different sides to it. So at one level, we meet and we, we worship together and we lead the worship on a Sunday. But on the other side, we look out for each other. And we, as, as Helen has already said, we enjoy super crack on a Wednesday night. Sometimes the tears are tripping us with laughter. Um, and even during this lockdown, we've managed to have a couple of Zoom coffees on a Friday morning at 11. And that has been good just to just to keep in touch with people. So, yes, I think that the choir is hugely important to pretty much everyone who's in it. And Suzanne, first of all, how important can worship be for everyday life and our Sunday services when they return? I actually find it a, quite a difficult one to talk about because... You know, to me, or, or maybe it's just me, it, it's so obvious that worship's what we're meant to be doing. And when you read Psalm 150 and it just names all the things, all the different voices, voices of people and voices of instruments, and it just says, you know, rejoice and, and make music and sing to the Lord and make noise to him. And, um, you know, in that sense, just whatever we do, whether it's solo, a choir, the congregation, or whether it's me playing before the service, it's just all lifting our hands to God and saying, you are God. So, yes, hugely, hugely important. Mm -hmm. And Helen, just as someone that's been uh, been involved in some of the things I mentioned there, obviously choir is one, but for anybody who doesn't know you, you obviously have a real passion for singing and you've been involved in different things that Karen and Suzanne have set up. Um, so yeah, how important really is worship, not just for you, but for, for everyday life, I suppose, and, and particular, obviously, um, whenever we can come back to Sunday yeah, services Yeah, like again. Suzanne said, I feel it's really important. It's a real fundamental part of our Sunday services. I know that there's some people who prefer just listening to readings or having someone preach God's word out of the Bible. But I also think, as Suzanne said, worshipping through song, through praise is a really important but a really fun way of expressing our love for God through some of the songs we sing. There's the slower ones, which have a lot of meaning to them. But there's also those really joyful, fast paced songs which just, I don't know whether it's me or a lot of people, but you sing them, you sit back down and I can't help but have a smile on my face half the time because it's just something I really enjoy doing. And wherever I go, that's not going to stop. I'll always have a smile on my face when I'm worshipping God through singing. And is there a particular praise or song that you think is relevant with the ongoing pandemic that we're facing, Helen? I think one of the most relevant ones which came into my head was what a friend we have in Jesus. Just because we are going through such an uncertain time at the minute, I feel that prayer and looking to Jesus and God as our comfort and confidant, really, it just it says in the lyrics, we can bring anything to them in prayer. Do not fear because they're with us. They're going to get us through it. And I just feel that no matter how bad or scary a situation we may, we may be in in our lives, that 
we're always going to have the comforts of them in our hearts and in our minds whenever we pray, whenever we sing. And whether it's through listening to the church services on YouTube or reading our Bibles at home, we always know that God is with us and he's going to be with us through thick and thin. And Suzanne, same question to you. The song that I mentioned earlier is one of my favourites, Higher Throne, um, really just, you know, fills, and for that reason, fills, um, fills that space because it, it talks about the time to come um, and the new Jerusalem and, you know, when God, you know, finally brings his plan to, to fruition. And if I could just share with you a thing I was reading this morning, it was a kind of a summary of some of the letters in the New Testament. And um, the writer um, of the book, which again, actually was N.T. Wright, um, you'd think he'd paid me to, to plug him, he hasn't. Right? <laughs> Fabulous theologian. And um, he was saying, Paul's clear and celebratory statement of the grace of God in the gospel is anchored, and this is the bit that I think is really inspirational, in the vision of God's cosmic plan to unite heaven and earth in the Messiah. And, you know, despite everything and all the horribleness that's going on, that God's work is still continuing. And in many ways, you know, people are reaching out to each other far more than they ever had. And in the end, that's, you know, God's kingdom will come. So I, I find that very helpful. Fantastic. Well, some terrific answers from you both there. Uh, thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Um, but that's unfortunately all we have time for today. Now, if you are looking to connect with the church, uh, Suzanne, Helen and I are all part of Sunday services are being uploaded on the regular via our church YouTube channel. Now, you can also connect with various hymns and worship songs being published on our main Facebook page and children and youth and family pages. And that leads me just to say that if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do follow our Facebook page or subscribe to our iTunes or Spotify accounts. Or you can stay updated with Regent Street Presbyterian Church's page and Youth and Children's pages where you can find the podcast and so many resources and activities for you and your family. Thank you very much to both Suzanne and Helen today and thank you for listening at home.